It's episode 15 of the Coffee and Hardcore podcast, and we're excited because we have a really awesome band on this time. By the way, season four, episode 15, right? That's nuts. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's so crazy. (laughs) And that awesome, I mean, come on. I mean, we're doing two a month now, but it's nuts that we are on season four on an episode 15. I know. And we're just in the summer. Band. I know. We still got more to go. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That awesome band that Mick is talking about is Ankle Biter. Yes. Yes. From the Northeast. Yes. And they they get into 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 it. it. Yeah, they'll get into it. (laughs) Such a great chat. Oh my goodness. It's cool how this all happened because I was it you or Steven that brought the that their demo to to review. I can't remember. So Steven posted it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The Hardcore Encyclopedia um posted it in our album review group. Right. And I saw the artwork and I basically was like, can I check this out? And I did. And then I loved it. This was the demo, right? That we're talking yes. about. Yeah. From twenty yeah. from twenty twenty two. Yeah. And I said, Can I review this, Steven? And he said, Yes. Cause he throws, oh my goodness, like 30 oh. albums in there. So he can't review yeah. them all. Right. He can't review them all. Um yeah. So <laughs> that's how I found out about them. And love it and love the new EP that just came out. Oh, yeah. It's so love good. Love it. I you you brought up the uh the we share a Spotify playlist and we constantly add stuff to it. Have you checked out how many hours of music is in that playlist? No, how many? 48 hours and 8 minutes. Wow. In one playlist, yeah. I for, That's I, crazy. I, can, I can't even guess how many songs it is. Like Wait, the playlist that we all add to or the, yeah, the t- hardcore one? No, the playlist we add to the 20 and 2023 albums that we 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 are constantly checking out stuff mostly steven <laughs> wait can i be honest i didn't know this existed yeah you did you've added stuff before maybe you're in here no no i have not added look i haven't added oh, one thing I, you haven't dude what are I, you doing because i didn't know it was the thing oh. <laughs> i All always right. thought when you were talking about these playlists yeah i always thought you meant the coffee and hardcore playlists that you put together and i always check those out Oh like the gosh, ones that you put together for the show. I didn't right. know that we had this separate <laughs> on Spotify. Now I feel bad. I'm going to hold on. It, me and Steven, Steven Bogart and the whole thing. I had no idea. <laughs> you yeah. jerks. I'm, I'm copying the link and I'm going to share it now. Uh, put it in the group. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so, I'm sorry, dude. You've missed out on 48 hours worth of music. <laughs> well, how long ago did you start this thing? The beginning of the year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So for seven months, six, seven months, I just didn't know. Yeah. And I'm every sorry, time you dude. guys and every time you guys talked about a playlist, I thought you were just talking about the one that you send to everybody. Yeah. The coffee nope. and hardcore one. Oh gosh. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, you got it now. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh yeah. No, listen, Steven adds stuff like every day. He's adding EPs, well, yeah. songs. He finds the craziest stuff. And that's how we found Ankle Biter, which is awesome. I know. I don't know how he does it, to be honest. I don't either. I don't. 
because I know he listens to music a lot at work, which I do too. But yeah, did you see that I added uh, the band Fraud, Marks yes. Progress from Boston? And they're really good. They're so good. I want so I know I'm supposed to do this other band. Yeah, but I really want to do this one. We'll do that one, and then maybe because I was remember I was going to do that band. Oh, then you do that. Band. Then I, I will do that band because they're good too, and that that album's really good. So yeah, the Buggin record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you do Buggin? All right, I'll do Fraud. Uh, I I they're from Boston, <laughs> so I didn't see Stephen post it. I know, there, you but totally. Beautiful. I wish. Oh, I did. Yes. Yes. In your face. <laughs> In your face. Uh, Encyclopedia of Hardcore. <laughs> Wiley One Encyclopedia of Hardcore, like three hundred and fifty. Right. But you know uh, what? This is a great chat. You want to get into it, or do you got something yeah, yeah. To, no, to no, say no. beforehand? Let's, no, let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's quit rambling. Let's yeah, let's get into it. All right. Transform and everybody another episode of coffee and hardcore podcast and with us today we have ankle biter from sunday drive records and uh y'all are a northeast straight edge band and it's so awesome to have you on the podcast thank you so much for doing this please introduce yourselves um thank you for having us uh my name's nick i play drums in ankle biter um i'm logan i play bass in ankle biter Yes, the rhythm section. <laughs> yes, holding awesome. it down. <laughs> holding it down on stage, on records, and on the podcast. I love it. I love it. So uh, you all did a demo in 2020. That's four tracks, right? You released it June 1st, around yep. five and a half minutes. Um, when did you all start this band? Like, what year? How did this form? How did everything come together? I really want to know. Lay it on me, please. So it's kind of all over the place because we all knew each other individually, just like not super well. So like I've known Rachel, our vocalist, for probably four, four or five years now. Me and Evan had like followed each other on Instagram for like five or six years. And then I had just met Nick like a few months before the band started. And 
Rachel kind of as a joke tweeted out being like, hey, if me and Logan started a hardcore band, who would want to join it? And Evan immediately responded and was like, I'll do it. And we kind of thought like maybe he wasn't being fully serious with that. And then maybe like two hours later, he starts a group chat with with us and he sends a demo and he's like, all right, we're a band now. Wait, 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 wait. So this is a guitar player, right? Yeah. Because y'all are a four piece. Yes. And he sends you a demo. So is it this demo? Is it the four tracks that he said? Okay, yeah. 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 So So he already had these four tracks written. He kind Uh, of whipped them up because he tweeted about it. No way. So in two hours, he put together four tracks and sent them to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, that's literally like three hours of work, and it was cool. We're a band now. That's yeah. nuts. That's a great story. Yeah, I wasn't even supposed to be in the band originally. Evan, so Evan and I have played music together for like three years now, and we're both in other bands. So Evan kind of just assumed I wouldn't want to do this band, but I guess he just threw the ask out there, and I can't say no to being a band, so <laughs> as soon as I got the text, it was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it, and then that's sort of the story on how I got into the band was just Evan and I have been homies for a while, and he just floated the idea by me, and of course, I want to be in another band, so. That's not? awesome. That's awesome. So, y'all say Northeast. is every. Yep. Where's everyone from? If you're allowed to, I don't know if, if there's a reason you only say Northeast, but are y'all from different areas? Yeah, yeah, we're very spread out. It's not like a safety thing. It's literally just we can't claim like a state or even New England. So I'm yeah. from Providence, Rhode Island. Um, okay. Evan goes to school in Providence, but he's from Orange County originally. But we give him the the Providence pass because yeah. he's been here for a few years. Right. Yeah. Um, you want to take it away, Logan? Yeah. Uh, so I live right outside of Boston, Mass. And then Rachel lives in Boston. New Jersey. Woo, woo. Sorry, we, we're fans of Boston on the podcast. Boston's awesome. I love it here. We love the Bruins on the on this podcast, and uh, one of the guys who does album reviews and coffee reviews with us is from Boston. So, oh, oh that's shit. awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean um, to interrupt you. I just got excited when you said Boston. No, you're all good. Yeah, so I'm from right outside Boston, and Rachel's from New Jersey. So everyone likes to say like, "Oh, ankle biter from New England," and we kind of have to be like, "Well, she's yeah. Rachel's not really," you know. Yeah. Are y'all hockey fans? Uh, like fake hockey fan. Uh-oh, let's I... hear about it. <laughs> I, so I, I liked hockey in high school, and I watched uh-huh. it kind of religiously because a lot of my friends were on the hockey team, but I haven't watched it in years. And uh, to disappoint you guys, I'm assuming, I wasn't a Bruins <laughs> fan. I was a Kings fan. A what fan? A Kings fan. Oh, yeah, Los Angeles? Mm. Okay, okay. Are you are you a hockey fan? Um, no, I'm not. I don't know anything <laughs> about any sports at all. Besides, in first grade, I had like a weird Red Sox phase, and that's that's as far as my sports knowledge goes. <laughs> we'll allow it, right, Mick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I do have to say that that's a great story about him just sending you these four tracks and being like, "Yo, this is stuff to." build off of and so i'm guessing you 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 all got together and just built off those tracks that's 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 pretty cool yeah yeah leading leading up to the demo being released we had practiced once together played one show and then recorded and that was it and then the demo was released 
So we barely got to even spend time with each other before that. Oh, yeah. I guess being in different places. Yeah, that's that would be hard to do. So mm-hmm. you got y'all just went on a tour, right? You just got yeah. back. Um, so how is do you practice before the tour or what do you guys what, what's no. up with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we've, I think we've collectively correct me if I'm wrong, Logan. I think we've only ever practiced three times. I so you sort of do it on your four, own? Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe <laughs> if, if we have time. I, I, well, that's crazy because I've been watching a lot of your, your uh, live yeah. videos and y'all are really tight. Yes, Thank that's you. what I was going to say. Every, every show is a practice and we, I don't know, not to get too esoteric with it, but the whole point of this band is us having fun. So, you know, the oh, hope yeah, is yeah, that. Yeah with every show it gets better and you know we figure something out that works or doesn't work or um you know we don't we try not to take it too serious well it seems like it's really working out because thanks. like Mick agrees it sounds super tight oh yeah live. thanks and uh, i think we finally clicked I, well yeah, I, was I would ask, say so yeah well i was gonna ask like progressing to the album that just dropped like um is that how you wrote this album you just kind of pass songs around or yeah um that's wow. that's how we write in general is just like in the group chat evan will sort of send like a skeleton of a song and then we'll all just reply with like voice memos of melody ideas like sequencing stuff like that um and pretty much as soon as we got in the studio and recorded the demo we started working on the ep that just came out wow yeah and that's the seven track ep to live and withstand that they're talking about that just came out yeah. may 26th of this year 2023 yeah that that ep is unstoppable it is so good yes thank you it means a lot thank, thank you. you and now that you tell me you really don't practice <laughs> or, <laughs> it's, it's even more mind-blowing how yes. good it is i mean I'll, I'll evan will get mad our guitarist for like admitting this but straight up i don't think we really started drilling those songs until like a week before we recorded it no come on wow yeah yeah which like yeah. sucks to admit <laughs> but... yeah. wow it's, that's it's impressive like, i've been like sent me like the uh, playthroughs for all the tracks and stuff like a couple months before we went in to record and for some reason the quality of like the videos was terrible so i ended up just learning them all by ear but i missed like a couple fills that he really wanted me to learn a few of them were like pretty tricky and i had like a day and a half to figure it out before recording and it, it it's just wild cuz he's just so insanely talented and he he spent like a lot more time with the songs than we did but still turned out really well and we're all still really proud of it which is cool yeah yeah so he so did you all get together and record or did you record separately and send the tracks in uh we recorded together together mm-hmm. okay that's yeah. that usually makes a better record yeah shout out will hurst at uh gate four studios in yeah nice i i can't believe that this this new record you guys y'all should be really proud of because it's so good oh yeah thank you thank you for real we're, we're really proud of it and it, it was a long time coming so having it out there finally is a relief yeah it's i I'm blown away by. It. I know Mick loves it too. I don't want to speak for him, but I know he does. Oh, so. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and and I wanted to ask, like, so it if you kind of write it separately, like, um, is there a one person that kind of writes the lyrics, or is there like 
do you guys have like a theme that you kind of want to push for or something that you cause you want to write about or is it just one person or that's really all Rachel yeah Um, okay Evan writes the music and then you know we'll we'll throw out ideas for songs I mean a, a lot of Rachel's lyrics are highly personal but we'll be like on this last one, like we really wanted a specifically straight edge song just because we're all straight edge and a straight edge band. And, um, you know, there was like sort of a shared experience we all went through with somebody that we wanted a song about. Um, oh, okay. But it's, it's can all, you, can it's you talk ritual. about it or, or no? Uh, I plead the fifth on that. One. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> If, if Logan wants right. to talk shit, Logan can talk shit. <laughs> well, I, I just mean summarize, <laughs> summarize what the song's about. I don't mean like you don't got to dive. You don't have, deep yeah, in. You yeah, don't yeah. have to get deep into it. You got to grab shovels and stuff on this, but you know, like yeah. <laughs> just like, if, I feel like Logan can articulate this more appropriately than I can because I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a talker. Yeah. Um. I as much as I want to get carried away, I won't. I'll keep myself contained. Um. <laughs> there was just this person that um me and Evan specifically were really good friends with and they did something really awful to Evan. I found out and had to like break the news to him and it kind of just, it kind of just changed a lot of our dynamics with our other friends and like, uh, like different scenes and like people that we don't necessarily know through hardcore, but we were still really good friends with and it still affected us. It still affected us all as a band. And we all sort of went through this, mostly trying to help support him with a lot of what he was dealing with in the process and stuff. And being able to write a song that really encompasses what all of us went through as a group because of what this one person did. It just, not only did it like bring us closer together and stuff, but it really helped us to get like working on this EP come out with something that we were extremely proud of and know how deeply personal it is to all of us. If, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That's a great response to that. Yeah. And Last you kept it say, vague enough, right? It's about yeah. fucking posers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I do. That's all right. <laughs> so whoever you're it's talking cool. about, will know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, so th- this is going to come off. I'm just going to ask this question, but I'm going to sound, you know, old because I am, I'm an old head over here, but like how, how long have y'all been into straight edge? And I know you guys, you claim edge as a band, um, which I think is super important for the youth and the younger generation to carry on straight edge. So what does the straight edge community look like these days at shows with, the youth with the younger bands with the up and coming how does that look to you do you want to answer that logan since you're younger than me or you want me to um well i'm sure you're both younger than both of us so eh, i I don't know you're like what 24 i'm 42 (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm 48 i'm like i'm pushing 50 i'm old respect So um, me and Evan are both 21. Um, Evan claimed Ed when he was 16, I think. I think Rachel is also 16. I claimed when I was 19, and I'm not sure how old you were, Nick. Um, um, 22, so five years 22. ago. 22. Yeah, so it's we've all been Ed for like a good amount of time. Um, and 
a lot of one of the things that I've gotten the most from people like I have this one specific old head as I'll word it um he's my my boss at work and he used to be straight edge he broke um but he always like brought up to me like I don't see like why you think like being straight edge like matters so much if you aren't 21 yet because that's when I claimed um and it's different to see like the perspective of older people versus people my age and even younger that claim edge uh because even though like technically like oh if you're under 21 or you just turned 21 you haven't had a lot of time to at least legally drink or do any drugs or anything like that yeah but you still still can exactly and it's (laughs) like it's yeah it's still um and a lot of people did when i was a kid yeah, yeah same here like there's a lot of people around here that um like actively do drink and do drugs and whether it's at shows or outside of shows and stuff and to me it's just really important that even though I'm young that I kind of just hold my ground and I do it for many reasons I do it for friends who have struggled with addiction I do it for experiences with people who have like driven intoxicated before and most of all I I do it for myself because I believe that um, my life is better without participating in any drug use or alcohol use, if that makes sense. Oh, it does make sense. Mick and I are both straight edge, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So, awesome. so we completely understand. Mick's been straight edge pretty much his whole life, right, Mick? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, That's it. I'm, yeah. Nine, I'm nine years. I was a, a mess of an alcoholic before that. So I'm nine as, years sober. As was I. Hell yeah. I'm five oh, yeah? years sober in well, congratulations, a couple Mick. weeks. Thank you. That's you great. Well. That's great news. Yeah. That is I was great one of those news. piece of shit kids that drank a lot before he was 21 and did a year yeah. of it when I turned 21 and then kind of just said no more. And yeah, woke up one yeah, day and claimed. Same here. I, I started drinking when I was about 16 and yeah. didn't stop till I was like 33, 32, 33. So you definitely yeah. can drink before you're 21. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. when, when your right. boss says that, it's like, what? <laughs> Just that's yeah. just legally you're not supposed. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, don't listen to him. I mean, he is your boss, so you have to listen to him. But don't listen yeah. to him in this sense. Yeah. Max. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out, Max. Shout out to the old head. I'm one. Mix, mix one too. Uh, well, that's great. Um, but kind of like elaborating on that, what does like honestly? I, I'm ask. I'm, I want to know. Like, what does the straight edge community look like? with the youth today like what is that and is it is it big is it growing I think so um I think straight edge now looks a lot different even from when I was getting into hardcore because I'm a little older than everyone in ankle biter um I'm 27 everyone else is 21 so I've got a couple years on everybody and um growing up I was sort of like post have heart getting into straight edge like 2010 2011 um or getting Boston straight edge yep and for me it I kind of and you know this is I'm saying this as a 17 year old it was always like some jock shit to me where I was like I don't resonate with that like I'm not a tough guy you know I'll keep hanging out with my friends doing my own thing and it it really kind of took me diving into straight edge as a culture and sort of defining my own edge to then claim edge if that makes sense and I think it kids does these yes. days 
Um, you know, there's not really a stigma around straight edge from what I can tell, like when I was younger. Oh, um, yeah, where, in the 90s, you know, it, there really was too. Yeah, for sure. It, going all the way back. Um, and I, it's cool to see bands like like Prevention um, from Springfield, Illinois. Um, you know, there's there's bands like that existing at the same time as bands like Contention from Tampa who are like still angry and, you know, have that sort of fire inside them about straight edge. But none of them are really about like the the jock shit, which is, you know, it's it's cool. And don't get me wrong. I love my fair share of jock shit hardcore. But um, <laughs> I, I think as far as straight edge goes now, there's not anybody can be straight edge. It's you don't have to look a certain way or be a certain way or wear a certain thing to be straight edge oh yeah well it should always be that way for sure so people should be able to enjoy what they like without gatekeepers you know knocking at your door that yeah. I, that bugs the hell out of me yeah. it really does I, I hate gatekeepers in any sort of uh music community yeah I, uh, I i think one of the realest things i've ever heard is it's it's for anyone not everyone you know all are welcome yeah. I mean, so the only thing that I'd have to stay true with, with straight edge is, you know, no drinking, no drugs, you know, yeah, like, it's like the, the rules. But like, other than that, yeah, I think it can look however you want it to look. It should be it really should be a support system and right. like a way of life within the music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's it, what it's for me. And I, I can assure you it's for Logan as well. And yeah, everybody else in the band. That's great. Well, I love hearing that. Um, oh, yeah. on that note, what is your all? So you, like myself, we were alcoholics. So for me going to shows, like I started playing, uh, like, I think my first show was like a 96 that I played and that's when I started drinking. Um, so many, many years of abusing my body and drinking alcohol. And then finally, um, starting a, a band, you know, with a bunch of straight edge guys and like seeing myself at shows, not being able to drink anymore. Right. So I'm like finding myself, well, what do I, cause really when you're at a show, it's really that talking with someone and holding something in your hand and drinking, you know? Yeah. It's you would, you would know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I always went to like LaCroix and now I do the, um, the, Sparkling what do water, I do? Baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and now I do the, what's the death water thing I drink now, Mick? Liquid death. Yeah. Liquid yeah. death. <laughs> cause it sort of looks like a, you know, it feels yeah. like a, a 40 can so, or a tall boy. Sorry yeah um so you find your yourself doing that also at shows yeah that's kind of just like my my real life like alcoholism's a real fucking thing and addiction's oh, a real agree. thing that you know regardless if you're straight edge or not i think people sort of think oh you're straight edge like you're over it but it's it's something you got to live with right. every day um, very true so yeah I'm, I'm a big sparkling water or like if i'm at a show i'll get like a shirley temple or something just to have something but um yeah it's, it's real yeah, and Logan, you've been straight edge your whole life, right? So it probably isn't a thing for you. Yeah, like I had a little phase, like oh, about a year or two before I claimed where like I smoked weed a little bit here and there, but I never drank or anything like that. So ultimately, like when I claimed, I think I was 19 and I had already stopped like smoking or anything like that when I was 18 by that point. So I had already spent most of like a good amount of time um, like totally sober so for me when it comes to shows and stuff I don't really like have that feeling of needing like something in my hand um and like occasionally like at a show I'll also get a Shirley Temple just because but like you know 
it's nothing nothing too too uh wild based yeah. off that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um so I have to know this question and I I really gotta know who does the artwork and the imagery for your band because it is so good. That is the we reviewed uh your all's demo. Was it the demo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um and I had nothing but good things to say about it. And the artwork is what drew me to it originally. That's how I found out about y'all. So who, do, who makes that? Who does it? So good. Um, so Abby Ryan, um, an artist, I believe out of Philadelphia, um, did the demo art. Um, and this dude from Texas, Daniel Mackey, did the uh, EP art. Oh, it's a different person. It looks yeah. very cohesive. Thank you. Um, we're so, we're kind of nerds about that stuff. Um, we i'm pretty much the guy when it comes to art for the band in terms of like the direction of it um and we've been kind of conscious of the jump just to keep it cohesive and um try to you know we we all like bands that sort of do um thematic things or you know keep a consistent aesthetic so um you know just to have fun with it we decided to do that with this band and you know we've kept everything pink or blue and we try yeah. to incorporate the same like colors or themes into most of, you know, the album art, the merch, um, stickers, sort of whatever we're doing. We try to keep it in that same world so it all looks, you know, cohesive and like ankle biter. Yeah, it's great. How did you come up with the name? The name is perfect too. Yeah. Like it's like a, it's a perfect package, honestly. <laughs> Do you want to tell this one, Logan? So the name is, it's kind of funny, um, but there's. <laughs> There's a Paramore song called Ankle Biters. And All the right. reason why we kind of went with that was because originally, like, this band wasn't going to be, like, as serious as it's become. Um, and even still, we like to have our fun with it. And so it was kind of like we were throwing around different, like, Paramore song titles and stuff um, because, <laughs> like, oh, female vocalist, that means you sound just like Paramore. You're going to get compared to Paramore. And we thought it would just be funny to you know, yeah. kind of pick a, pick a song from Paramore as a joke, get ahead of it, you know. And it ended up being great with the artwork. Yeah. It just fits so yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. The little ankle biter people. I yeah. love it. It's kind of like, it's kind of shaped how we are as a band. Cause I mean, I, I think we're, we're all aware of it as a band that we like to poke fun and we like to be kind of annoying. And the whole point is just having fun and, you know, being ourselves. So if that comes off annoying or like an ankle biter to somebody, you know, we, we yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Um, so you're on Sunday drive. How'd y'all hook up with them? Because we, we know squint and we've had yeah. them on the podcast okay. and we love that band. We yeah. love their two, their two uh, EPs that they came out with. Great band. How, is there any connection to that or, cause I know they put out other stuff besides hardcore. Like yeah. how'd that come about? Um, so Evan plays in a band called Broken Vow, which um, was also on Sunday Drive Records. Um, and I played drums in a band called Pommel, which um, was also on Sunday Drive Records. Yeah. So when we were um, when we were just sitting on the demo, we decided to just send it out to labels. And, um, you know, we were going to put it out one way or another, but we just wanted to see if anyone would put out physicals of it or something just to, you know, see what's out there. Um, and Jonathan was instantly kind of just like Jonathan who runs Sunday drive was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, That's and great. it was kind of just a no brainer. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, both of you are, yeah, on Sunday Drive. That's a great hookup connection. Yeah. He's the best. I love, I love being on Sunday Drive. Um, Mick, you got anything? Yes. I, I want to ask Logan a question. Yeah. The reason why I'm asking this question is because I am also a bass player. That's the, true. The bass tone on the EP and the bass mm-hmm. tone on the demo is absolutely freaking ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so this That's is a just, good thing, right? It is a good thing. Okay. And okay. I was like, <laughs> this is like, it can't be live too. Like, this is just something, you know, like it sounds Studio magic, yeah. Yeah, studio magic. And then I listened to some of your live clips and i was like damn it it sounds good too so i need to know like what what are you using like what rig are you using to get that tone because i absolutely i that your bass tone is for me makes the name ankle Bagger sound perfect yeah yes because it sounds like it's biting me and that's why i love it so much it's like oh my god this is awesome and when i found out that you were going to be on the the thing i was like i get to ask how did oh yeah yeah. Bass, and the so. bass cuts through live really oh, well yeah. too. Yeah. Which is always good because sometimes it doesn't, but it helps with one having only one guitar player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I let me preface this by saying I am a shoegaze musician. I play guitar for shoegaze most of the time, and I could talk way more about my gear for that. Um, in terms of my bass gear for ankle biter, I use one pedal. Nice. <laughs> the magic pedal. Yeah, it's just the um what is Tuner. it? Like the dark glass, like micro tube, something like that. I can't even remember the name of it because all dark I do glass. is glass. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even uh I don't even have a pedal board. Every single show I take my tuning pedal and this one pedal in their boxes and I pull them out of the boxes and string them That's together. So awesome. Every single show. Um I think the head that I use is a mark base head it's technically evans and i just borrow it um but letting all the secrets out yeah it's all coming out um you gotta bleep this out (laughs) (laughs) i'm giving away too much um and then like i just got a new base specifically for touring all summer and like the rest of the year um but when it came to recording both the EP and the demo, I was using uh, an old Squire that my older sister had just left behind at my house that went untouched for 10 years. So awesome. it's really, I have no idea how, how is it, blue? it sounds. It is blue. Yes. Yeah. That's the one I saw you play in the, in the older videos, right? Like from 2022. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's that's, that's awesome. all I have for gear. I I really don't know much more to it, but well, it's working for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it sounds good. Thank you. It, it, it really sounds does, amazing. Yeah. It like it literally <laughs> punches you. you in the face. Like it, it like I said, it's like <laughs> sounds like it's biting you, and it's perfect with the name. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Cause um, who did we have on? Aaron from Be Well. Oh <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Bane. We were, yeah, we were talking to him, and uh, I asked him, I was like, dude, your basement, what is it? And Well, he told you off the air, though. Yeah, he right? told me off the air. Yeah, yeah he did. He, he didn't want to give the secrets away. But I'm going to give it away because it's freaking awesome. <laughs> no, uh, don't give it away. He did. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> dude, I he work probably in a music told store. You, I tell people this all day. <laughs> but he probably told you off the air for a reason. All right, then I'm not going to share it. I wouldn't. No. You can, if just, they care, there, you can look, share look, it off the air with look. them. 
I'll just yo this. PayPal anklebiter xxx at gmail.com five dollars and we'll tell you it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it really was a really like simple thing, and he had yeah. the same thing. He's like, I played guitar in Bane and Converge, so when they asked me to play bass and be well, I was like, I don't okay. And yeah. <laughs> he got this thing. It, Mick, you can show them. It's so uh, yeah. it's super simple. It's so Just don't funny. say it it's out so loud. Funny. Yeah. That oh that's my so God. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, right? And that's how he gets his tone, and it's yeah. so awesome. Wait, is that a head? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's the, the hell. Don't say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hang <laughs> it. Um, yeah. It's a company from Britain. Oh great, you gave it away. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> they're named after a color. Oh. <laughs> it's red amps from Britain, Massachusetts. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and it's the really big version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the mini version, it's, it's the, the huge. Yeah. It's Clifford the Big Red Amps, right? From <laughs> from Massachusetts. Uh, All right, those are the dad jokes. Yeah, um yeah. No, it's just but, awesome. I keep hearing. I'm sorry, Wyatt. I no, just no, 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 no. Go ahead. More and more people are using simpler things to come up with a really thick, awesome bass tone. And I don't know. I just I had to know if okay, I'm hearing yeah. this more often in the in, in hardcore. Like this, the bass tone is like starting to come back again, and it's just been really cool to see that happen. So, Thank well, you. I know y'all are younger, but Mick was in a a pretty well known band back in the '90s called Zayo. I don't know if you know I'm, them. I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah, and he played bass in that band. And um, we're in a band together. He plays bass. I do vocals. It's a straight edge band called uh, yeah. X Red Line X. And we're in the oh, middle yeah. of recording, and he's recording his bass. So he's like trying to um, get yeah. with bass players and get their, you know, what they're doing for tones and yeah, stuff. So, respect. so we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> plus, I'm old. So I'm trying to figure out how, like, okay, I want to get that bass tone. So, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. Can I ask, can can I ask you a nerdy question? Yes. Were you were you in the band when of that famous video where the drummer's playing backwards? Uh, yes, you were. In the video where he's playing, Jesse, 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 it's a it's a live video, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember that was before he quit. No, but that see that would be the that would be the summer because oh. I quit before the. Yeah, before yeah. He that. was on the he was on the first okay. two records. Yeah, I was on Got the first it. two okay. records. Yeah, yeah Jesse a right. video. But Jesse yeah, used yeah. to play backwards all the time. Why? Like that was I don't know. That was just his thing. Yeah, it, so it's cool. just his thing. We were, it was a weird time frame because at that point, like, because there was a ton of tough guy hardcore that was out. Yeah. But then you had bands like Unbroken and yep. Mean Season that is totally like where we wanted to go. But yet we wanted to be kind of metal. So we we're kind of stuck in the middle. And guys yeah. from guys from Pennsylvania, for some reason, like, Nobody wanted to do anything with us in Ohio and in the Midwest and all our guys that used we used to go on tour with kind of all retired. And so these guys from like chapter and well, the guys that are in the band now, yeah, they're all from Pennsylvania. And the reason why is because we all hung out and played shows together. And Same. so that's kind of, we started, we, that whole Pennsylvania crowd was always doing something different and weird. Like, we were all wearing sweater vests. I don't know why we all wore sweater vests, but we all wore sweater vests to play shows awesome. in it. Yeah, and, there's many uh, photos of you in sweater yeah. vests, man. And you look and, uh, really dapper. So yes. And but <laughs> it was just this weird thing. And it was so cool to see it progress. And and all those guys that we played shows with were they like took 
they replaced us and it's not we're like a huge family it's really weird yeah well you quit to be fair and then they replaced you they did. I quit and they replaced me. They didn't just come in and remove. No, they're like, oh, remove. No, but yeah. But that was part of that whole weird thing that was going on in Pennsylvania. Like everybody was doing weird, weird shit to cool. Like, I don't think it was to be different or everything. I think it was just uh like a statement of we don't want to be a part of this whole tough guy thing where we're gonna go beat people up. We just want to play music. So I think that's yeah, kind of where it came from. I resonate with that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Well, the last thing I'll say about that before we get back, like Zayo, though, like the music was tough, but yeah, it definitely was not like a tough guy. Yeah. Scene in that Zayo no. scene, really. And it um, started. We it started to progress because we all started. It's weird. We all started deconstructing like way, way, way back then, to even more now. But uh, it just shifted a lot in us. So as we, some of us moved on, the others that replaced us kept that going so but but back to you but back to you um so y'all did it you just got done with the tour i know we wanted to have you on a little bit before and you said now was a good time because you just did the tour do you have any bands that you played with that you just absolutely fell in love with and any crazy tour stories (laughs) (laughs) we probably have a couple yeah Um... Yeah. (laughs) um First and foremost, before we jump into that, I just want to shout out Wide Man, the band that did the whole run with us. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of like, I, I know it's such a trope to say like New York hardcore, but they're they're very groovy. They kind of sound like Undertow, if y'all are familiar with Undertow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Um, just the coolest people, some of the nicest people we've ever met or toured with. Um, their drummer broke their arm with five shows left of no. the tour. So I had to play drums with them for the last couple of shows, which was oh, no. awesome. So um, how I did can't... that happen? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess that leads into the next sort of part of the question is any bands we should shout out. Um, this band Apex Predator from Seattle. Um, really, really cool, sort of like funny, but not funny band. Um, it, it's just like, like, stupid music to mosh to uh but like some of the best riffs you'll ever hear and the entire tour evan the uh drummer of wide man was like seattle apex predator set i'm breaking something and we were like yeah man, all right all right and then, didn't think it would be uh the yeah. arm right <laughs> yeah so we're we're all like we're all moshing like dickheads like it's it's fun as hell and then the set ends and we walked into the back room and evan has tv dinners all up his arm and I thought he was like pulling a prank or something. So I like smacked one of them off and I was like, get up. And he was like, no, dude, like I'm going to the hospital. And we were like, what? And lo and behold, he oh. broke his arm. Oh my gosh. Like, like a for real break. Yeah. yeah. He, he's having surgery and shit. Dang. Yeah. So you, so you had to learn all the track. Well, you've been playing with them. So you probably knew. Yeah. Some um, of it. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> two of them forgot their passports so they couldn't play vancouver so the original plan was to do a scab set in vancouver so i kind of learned songs for that and then mm-hmm. they decided to drop um, oh. so i was already familiar with the songs um and then i just kind of drilled them in the van and we ended up playing a shorter set for the rest of the tour with them so fate worked that out for you yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool so you sort of already Cause I was going to say that would be really hard to try to jump in and learn a set yeah. of songs you've never heard before, but that's, that's cool. 
Yeah, it was, it was, I, we only ended up doing three of their songs and then we did an Iceman cover, which I already knew. So um, it was pretty easy. That's cool. Uh, one thing I, I ha- I've said before, I've noticed like um, bands, I guess I'll speak like an old man nowadays, play like that. There's more bands on a show and they play like 10, 12, 13 minute sets. Yeah. Is that sort of how that happens now on your tour? Yeah. Like how many how many bands did you think played a show on average? I'd say like four or five. Oh, that's normal. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um okay. and I, I'd say like 12 minutes is the average for a like a normal, like doesn't have an LP out sort of band. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so awesome. four bands, four bands that yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't get as winded and but but if someone like has to go to the bathroom and they come back to like, I just missed your set. Yeah. Like, what, what um, but yeah, it would be awesome. Cause normally like what, what would Zale play like 40 minutes, yeah. half hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. It, would yeah, usually... it was kind of expected. Like you had to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I feel like there's kind of a, a stigma around playing too long now. Like if you play more than yeah. 30 minutes, it's like, Oh, like you guys are on some pro core shit. Like, just play the hits and <laughs> fuck the place yeah, up. Play the hits. I love it. <laughs> I mean, so, but you guys play with some pretty, I mean, old school, pretty big bands. Like, you played with Judge and you played with 108. Like, was it like that when you played with them? Did they play shorter sets or were it longer? No way. Piece? No, they're opening for bigger uh, bands. They're definitely doing so that. Sets. That show hasn't happened yet. That's happening oh, okay. in October. Um, okay. But like, we, we played with Gorilla Biscuits in April. That's right. They, they played for like, an hour which like yeah i i want gorilla biscuits to play for an hour right. so that's a little different yeah 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 that makes sense um but if it's like not super well-known bands you're playing like 12 to 15 minute sets at the most yeah yeah prove, yeah. prove what you got and get out of there i like it yeah i'm into i'm into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're so into it because are... it means you would get to go home soon there you go that's why you would hope you would hope that's not always yeah. the case no i know because you got to stick around and support the bands which is huge yeah you got to do that when you're playing shows with bands um but so how long do shows usually last now like what's the time frame like three hours now or is it like an hour or what uh it depends on like how big the bill is but i'd say like three or four hours yeah so i don't understand how do how do four bands play for 12 minutes and fill up a three to four hour set um, Usually I mean, they just... DJs in between. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I suck at setting my shit up. So, oh, um... it takes you a long time to set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like twelve me, minutes it's... to play, an hour to set up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for me, it's like I string together my pedals every single show instead of just bringing a board. So yeah. that obviously adds on like a good all two, like... all two of them. All two of them. Still, still a lot. I got all my chords mixed teasing. up and I'm just, it's, yeah. And then, like, there's also like, there's like a 99% chance that someone's going to have an issue with one of their heads or yep. something's going to break. And then, like, you need to figure out if you can borrow another one or how to fix it. And usually, yeah. like, there's some sort of technical difficulty that makes it a little longer, but. Yeah, I guess it's less stressful because shows we yeah. play, like we have to play 25 minutes and then they're like, okay, you have 10 minutes to set up. What? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think we just don't, we don't really play a lot of, a, a lot of the shows we play are more DIY and 
we we've played a couple shows that are you know on a stricter sort of you know we get like a, a day sheet and like there's you know load in time and set change over times etc but I'd say a majority of the shows we're playing are kind of just homies running it and it's kind of just yeah, you show up when cool. you show up and oh that's cool you know. so it's more like hanging out with friends and yeah yeah, yeah. A, a, a show going longer is usually because like the, the energy is nice and people are chilling rather than you know people are being lazy yeah yeah that's cool mm-hmm. um that judge 108 show is going to be nuts like we had k 8 we had k 8 on the show and she is just great she ended up actually doing something on one of my records that's not released yet and she's just so amazing so if that's you get sick. to talk to her you should talk to her because she's such an awesome person yeah definitely um, sure. our homie tom at the uh who booked the girl biscuit show in rhode island um like after we played he was like yo mike judge just watched your set and i almost shit myself i was like dude <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't know he was here let alone in the room for our set so it's it's really cool to full circle be playing with them that is so cool yeah, you awesome. should be dude that should be like yeah uh, how you how you promote yourself mike judge Awesome. <laughs> we we sort of did that right uh kate was on our show and her mike and kate are really good friends they work together and oh, yeah and so he heard the episode and he actually bought a bag of our coffee because we have oh, yeah. coffee coffee through oak and crow coffee and he actually uh told kate that he really liked the coffee and she wrote us to let us know that and so the next episode we're like guess what mike judge loves our coffee <laughs> we we're so excited the running joke for us is that ankle butter was supposed to be like this bit where we just like didn't take it serious or whatnot so every time there's a situation like that we'll be like mike judge saw ankle butter the bit has gone way too far like, yeah. just that's awesome that's great mick do you have any more questions or do you want to give them the infamous awesome oh, the, closeout question yes let's do the let's do the closeout question the okay big one. okay the big one well, well actually, actually we should, should we, we should ask this question first coffee question yes the coffee question do you guys coffee do you guys question. drink coffee yeah yes okay good <laughs> we're we're the coffee drinkers of the band so when you guys yeah. hit us up that's what we were okay. we were like oh we're doing it that's awesome yeah. <laughs> so what what's your favorite is there a, a spots around close where you live or is there a certain ones that you guys like to get or yeah what's your, what's your give us the dirty drink? details of coffee you go first logan <laughs> um so I, I know you i know your answer <laughs> so i where do okay no, where do no, i don't, wait wait don't let's do it. this wait 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 let's do this so you know okay their answer and uh do you know his answer um I i'd be shocked if you knew mine I, well let's do that let's let's do the not. guessing game let's you you go and then you try to guess i want to hear it you, you want me to guess theirs first yeah all right so their coffee routine is super specific and they have to get there's three separate dunkin donuts that they hit oh what yeah um and and i could get as specific as where they are in massachusetts but i don't know the exact like locations but uh, uh, correct me it's not the saugus one is it no not okay. saugus um but yeah there's there's like they have a, a ritual where they have to hit three duncans this is a it's, daily routine it's especially funny when you consider that i work at starbucks Oh. <laughs> so is this a daily routine or like 
on tour only or what? So, um, usually on my days off, I'll hit dunks like three times, but like I'm embarrassed <laughs> to go back to the same one. So that's why I go to different ones. Oh, okay. um, and then like when I'm working, like obviously I can just make myself my own drink at work. But then on tour, me and Nick try to find like the fanciest, most overpriced coffee shop that we can find. Um, and I couldn't guess the specific place he goes to, but all he gets is a black cold brew. So it's not My too man, hard yeah. to get his order. Yeah. That or there's. there's so you spot. guessed it. Look, it worked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been doing ginger beer and espresso. That's my drink right now. Ooh, that's oh, good. I've had that. Toge- that's really good. Together? Yeah. Yeah. It's really Ooh, explain. good. Explain. How does that taste? Uh, it's kind of spicy, but it, it still mm-hmm. tastes, it's bubbly. It's still got the espresso. So it's a, wow. it's a coffee drink, but there's, there's a little heat to it. Oh, so it's already put together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's like a mixed in a, in a cup. Gotcha. I thought like you bought them separate and put it together. Oh no, I, I wish I was a good at home barista, but my, my girlfriend used to work in coffee so she can whip up a nice drink at home, but I I'm terrible at doing it. Yeah. And listen, there's, there's I no shame at it. There's no shame in Duncan because that's where my, there isn't really, yeah. we, we got nectar. Yes. It's, it's just, the best. it's just so weak and watered down. So it's like, I always need to add extra yes. shots. I do that regardless <laughs> wherever I go, but you know, it, it it'll do it's cheap enough that it's fine exactly it's yeah cheap I was enough say, so I, you can add the extra shots that's what i like yeah. exactly <laughs> i think it's one of the best of like the lower fast food sort of coffees yeah yeah like, ex- especially cold it's so good the cold brew is so good mm-hmm. yeah i love it i love it jacob right, right now is mad at us so oh he is yes <laughs> the guy who sponsors our podcast yeah. and has our coffee he's like hmm, oops idiots <laughs> jackasses <laughs> i mean uh, open curl coffee yeah. new york buy some <laughs> we'll put a link Duncan to it. knows us money after this <laughs> yes yeah. sponsor ankle butter xxx at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> five dollars every time we bring up yeah. the coffee <laughs> Mick, ask the question. All right, all right. Here's the question. My favorite question. And th- there's no cop outs. You can't say no. I don't have one because we we all know that everyone has one. We're not gonna what, let you leave. What is when it can be music? It can be a movie. It can be a TV series. It can be a book, which we haven't had anybody say book yet. I don't uh, think so. What is your guilty pleasure? Like if people found out that you know. <laughs> Logan and Nick, if this like if they found out that you all like this was your thing, like what what it what is it? We're kind of shameless. Yeah, see everybody says that, and you know it's I I have like a few like I actively still post about playing Pokemon Go every single day. Oh wow, that's Um, a good one. My favorite movie is Legally Blonde. Like I am very shameless, and that's a good movie though. Yeah, it's fantastic. I got mine. Logan's gonna shit on me for this one. I I, I love Disney World. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Disney guy. It's canceled. I, yeah. So Hashtag like, fuck Florida. <laughs> well, yeah, no, 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 no. Here's the thing: fuck Florida. But like Disney World, come on, man. No. <laughs> hey, I guilty. Like, Sorry. I know. I was, 
I was doing like a deep dive on Depop a couple weeks ago, and I saw this shirt that I, I bought him for Nick. Um, it, I'll it pull was up a picture of the, it. The Mickey hands, like the Mickey hands holding a gun, and it and it had like the X on the gloves, and it says, um, "If you're not straight edge now, you will be." Um, oh. <laughs> I got it for Nick. I was like, I need to give this to him. Did it say Florida on it at all? No, I don't um, know if you guys can see. No, it. it's glare. It's gonna be too blurry. Yeah. Oh, no, I can kind of kind of make it up. You should send yeah. it. To, you should send it to the Instagram so we can look. I'll it I'll send it yeah. right now. Awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, they oh, they it, texted me and were just like, "What size shirt are you?" And I, I said large, and I was like, "If it's the fucking Mickey shirt, I swear to God." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's great is it okay if i take a, a screenshot and post it that i'm chatting with y'all yeah yeah of course, of course. okay here let me let me find this picture and get off my phone so we're not do you why do you so, want to tell them our uh what we call florida uh, other than other than fuck florida the other thing what we call florida yeah why am i drawing a blank now what do you mean oh no, normally, normally Wiley calls it Satan's butthole. Oh yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> Florida's just shout out to Florida hardcore though. Florida hardcore is popping. Right yes, now. yes. Sorry, can't do it. Can't do Florida Any... hardcore. You can't do anything... Florida hardcore. I can't do anything for. Okay, if I listen to it and I don't know it's from Florida, fine. Okay. But once I find out it's from, oh, that's great. <laughs> I love this straight edge. If you aren't now, you will be. That's awesome. <laughs> the Mickey hands. So Love funny. it. <laughs> so what's some Florida hardcore bands, Mick, that you think I would like? Well, I was going to say, weren't, weren't <laughs> you, you on the into, spot, sorry. Weren't you into Strength and What Remains? Those guys were from Florida. Oh, they are. Hate them now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm, I listen, don't like I'll, Florida at all, but I'm listen, just teasing. I don't. I'll tell Josh who used to be in Strength and Want Remains, and now he's in a new band, but he, dude, he's a jujitsu guy. He'll come and take you out. Nice. <laughs> as long as he doesn't take me to Florida. No. <laughs> I'm fine if he knocks me out. Oh. Respect on Florida. I'm, I'm going to just draw the line. I respect Florida <laughs> Hardcore. Yeah. Shout out Contention. Oh. Shout out Collateral. Shout out Dogmatic. We're not yeah, saying see? Florida Hardcore. See? We're not saying we're not saying fuck Florida hardcore, we're saying fuck Florida proper. I know, I'm not going to shit on their front steps. You feel me? Yeah. If Florida just floated away, the world would be an okay place still. The hardcore bands could, could jump off. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take them back. We'll take them up here. Yeah, yeah. I think you could take yeah. if Florida, and then because I was just in South Carolina, and if those, those could float away a little bit. South Carolina too? Dude, listen, I, I just, I'm, just let me be honest with you. I'm from okay. West Virginia. I'm from West Virginia. Yeah, I, I know. live in West Virginia. Okay. And you want to talk about, I have seen some stuff and yeah, I have yeah. seen some <laughs> horrible things and I've seen like a lot of racism and I've seen a lot of other stuff, but it pales in comparison to what I saw while I was in South Carolina. Pales wow. in comparison. Like every once in a while, I'll see a Confederate flag around here. Mm-hmm. There was a Confederate flag on every street when I was in South Carolina. For I was real. like, holy cow, what is they going on? They didn't get on? the memo? What happened? So, yeah. They didn't get the memo that that's not okay? Well, no. The it's, billboards are crazy <laughs> down there. The billboards are crazy. And the sad thing is, is there's a lot of cool... Wait, what uh, do you mean? What's up with Carolina the billboards? Carolina hardcore bands, too. 
I, I was just Logan could probably speak on this better than I can because I was asleep last time we did the drive down there but it was like what Atlanta through like Pensacola yeah. it was like the entire stretch of highway in Georgia was just littered with billboards of like fake zombie apocalypse talking about how like <laughs> abortions and like then there's like a picture of a baby and it's like this baby is alive and it's only like 13 weeks from conception oh, and then there's like yeah screaming oh. people like talking about like even like things that aren't even like related to like the whole religious and yeah political like super, ideas super of like crazy right wing stuff it's, yeah it's just so like far right insane it's so yeah. insane and like I still have like a bunch of pictures of them like setting houses on fire on these billboards and wow it's, yeah it's bizarre wait setting houses on fire like there's like there was like this one that's so ingrained in my memory where it was like this happy couple like in heaven or something and then like right below it it was like them in a house burning down being like they're gonna rot in hell because of some sort of religious type oh yeah yeah like hasn't been to the south very much (laughs) no i'm not a huge don't hate me listeners who listen from the south but yeah i'm not a huge i well i hate the heat right so yeah yeah I like I that. can't, I can't handle and humidity. I can't handle either. So can't I, I, do don't, it. I don't think I was prepared for like billboards like that, like driving yeah. down the highway. I wasn't prepared for that. Like, and I like, seriously, I live in West Virginia and I understand the <laughs> stigma with West Virginia and I get it, but West Virginia is nowhere like there. We don't have billboards like that. And I was, how can yeah. they get away with that? I don't know, man. That's what I because know. of money. That's why I know the yeah. game. It's money. Yeah, but you think people would compl- that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Unless everyone thinks like that there. I don't know. I don't think so cuz there's like like there's some I've always heard about good awesome shows down there and yeah. People that yeah, have their heads on straight. It's just I think there's a I think with those in the south, I think there's a there's a growing youth I mean they like those younger generations are growing and they they get it. And they're moving beyond it, but there's still a lot of people that are older. Thank goodness. That are kind of still stuck. Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes the loudest ones in the room are the only ones you can hear. Yeah. 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 So, like those billboards. Like yeah. those billboards. Exactly. <laughs> those are pretty clear. <laughs> pretty scary. Pretty big. Yeah. When you got to drive down the road and hide your kid, tell your kids not to look out the window. I mean, seriously. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Come on. I'm all for That's different pretty... ideologies and whatnot. Right. You, you can believe whatever you want, but when when it's you were driving down the highway and you're like, hold on, pull back. Like, what? What was that? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's like putting what you believe in everyone's face. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy in a political way, which ugh, is disgusting. Yeah. Politics is disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, well. It was great. <laughs> we should end on a high I'm note. Happy, no. <laughs> on a high note. Can we do we another fun note. question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do have a question here that I, so I know you just released this amazing new EP. Uh, you did the demo in 2022 and I know it's, you know, mid 2023, but is there anything else in the works uh, for Inklebiter? Do you have uh, any songs, other songs in the works, any new merch, tours, anything? Can you give us anything? Can you give us any hint to something coming? You, you want to just say everything, not not like specifics, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah. I think we could. I think we should just say everything and not elaborate at all. Yeah. Oh so, no. 
So we're recording a split with another straight edge band that'll be out sometime, hopefully within the next few months. Um, nice. We're working on an LP. Um, so that'll be out down the road. Um, we leave for tour again next week. So we'll be on the road pretty much all of August um, through Midwest, Texas, Southeast, and then back up the East Coast. Um, what's next? What am I missing? Um, merch. we're playing Flyover Fest again this year. Merch we have that we're just selling at shows. I don't think we have anything online specifically. Um, yeah, you have the hats, but... right? Those are new. Hats are new. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those um, are cool. We're playing the Fiddlehead record release in September in Boston. So oh, that's crazy. That'll be our next like New England show. Um, and then we've got the Judge and One Hundred Eight shows after that. And then, like Logan said, we'll we'll be touring out to Flyover Fest in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma in November. Wow, awesome! Are so? Can I ask questions? I know you're not supposed to elaborate. That was the whole deal. But <laughs> yeah. are you allowed to say which band you're doing a split with? I don't care. You can say it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're doing it with Prevention. Um, oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, Springfield, Illinois. Awesome band. Yeah. Best oh, people. Some of our best friends. Yeah. That's great. That's see, that's a high note. That's a good place to end. Yeah, yeah. Good place to yeah, end. yeah. There we go. <laughs> that, that's coming so, eventually. That's not coming like soon. That we haven't recorded yeah. yet, but okay, it's, it's yeah, in yeah, the works. Yeah. So we would have introed the listener would have heard this chat intro the song Pearl. What song would you like the listeners to hear to outro this? Rush by Troy Sivian. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> one of the uh, year songs. Uh, um, you pick. I don't care, Logan. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do do links, links. Yeah. Last track links. on the EP. Yeah. Cool. Last track on the EP. Yeah. We're gonna drop it. Let's drop it now, Mick. And thank you so much. Thank you for being with us. We super appreciate both of you. Thank you. And hope you have a great tour. Love the album. Mick, you want to say your goodbyes? Yeah, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for spending the time with us on the Coffee Hardcore Podcast. Let's drop that track now. Boom!
Yo, Coffee and Hardcore Podcast. This is Brennan from Squint. Heard you got my buddy's ankle biter on the scene. Wanted to call in and say what's up to them. Listen to Nick Bertles. He knows his shit about the coffee. Uh, we got a lot of stuff cooking over here in Squint Camp. We just put out a new single called All. Make sure you go check that out. It's a song about feelings of inadequacy and frustration and, you know, just those days where seems like every time you turn around something goes wrong it's a fun dancey little song uh, a lot of inspiration musically from bands like lit and third eye blind a lot of vocal inspiration from the song backtrack by killing time uh, so if that juxtaposition sounds pretty cool to you make sure you go check that out we put out some vinyl along with it uh, we pressed our past two eps to vinyl feel it all wash away is the name Vinyl's moving quick, so if you want it, go get it. Uh, I think that Brooklyn Vegan and Revolver still have variants if you want those, so check that out. Next week, we'll be going down to Texas for the Sunday Drive Showcase, along with our friends at Ankle Biter Plan. We're heading down there with Sign Language from Cincinnati. Uh, great band. Check them out if you haven't. Also, Sunday Drive family. Then we're laying a little low in... Uh, in November, we're heading out to New Jersey. We're going to be recording a new full length with our friend John and then booking it over to Flyover Fest in Tulsa. So uh, that's the squint plans for the rest of the year. If you want us to come to your city, shoot us a message online or tweet at us or something. Let us know and we'll work on getting there in the new year. And uh, all y'all over there, coffee and hardcore, little ankle biter buddies, y'all be safe, be good, and I'll see y'all soon.
What's up, Navidad Coalisionals? This is the outro. <laughs> I don't know if I just completely uh, staticked out there, but um, how y'all doing? Thanks for sticking around to the end with us. Uh, this is the dessert of the podcast, yeah. if you will, the chocolate cake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I've got, reminds yes. me, I have chocolate cake in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um yeah we're here we're at the outro and yeah. i absolutely love the chat with ankle biter it's crazy to get um from our perspective not from right. theirs two younger adults with yeah. uh some middle-aged on the other end of old adults right <laughs> us two old farts and just have a really good conversation and connect you know like it's just it's cool that we could be different places in our lives and still have some common ground and talk, get along, have a good right. time, talk about hardcore on the podcast. That right. really excited me, you know. It, no, it was it was refreshing actually. Yeah. So, and we've had a couple of good conversations like that with bands that are are you know younger, yeah, like younger, and, and out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just cool seeing that. I don't know. It's like for me, it's like seeing like kind of like when you were when we were younger and what you kind of wanted the scene to be like it's like it's actually happening at least from from where i'm at it's it's really cool no i, I see I know, I know what you mean a lot more camaraderie not that there's not shit that happens but you know what i mean it seems like people it's just cool to see how like these all these bands are kind of linking up and then playing shows and like they're respecting yeah. for each other it's, i don't know it's just really cool yeah well and it's cool that like old heads like us don't dude there's this fly gnat thing that's been biting me this whole time <laughs> cut that cut that cut that cut that cut that um <laughs> but um no it's just cool to see like you know us we we're, we're old heads not look down on young kids and young kids not look down on old right. heads. you know right not even kids young adults you know yeah like, young adults yeah not look down on each other like just come together and uh talk about hardcore because they will be there soon yeah we will be dead right <laughs> the circle of hardcore <laughs> continues right <laughs> one day they might be be the oldies um yeah having a podcast talking to the youngies so right deal with it and and the, the cool thing is is like i'm i'm kind of seeing that happening where I'm from and here in West Virginia, because it, there hasn't been a scene for so long, but we played a song by a band a couple months ago, nuclear future. Those guys. Got that actually... mother bitch. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's been biting me since the ankle bite, ankle bite, ankle biter. <laughs> Did it bite it... you on the ankle? No, on the wrist. The damn wrist biter. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it bit me like probably eight times and I couldn't get it. I finally killed it. Uh-oh. I'm gonna get reported to the vegan police. You are. It's over. <laughs> it's over. But uh, sorry. But what I no no no. What I was saying was it's like there's kind of a scene happening in 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 the my neck of the woods now. And this band, uh, you know, they're starting to open up it's not it's like a place where they practice but they're letting bands come and play there and they're doing underage shows because nobody does underage shows it's all at bars and so these kids can't come and experience what hardcore and all that 
live and so they started doing it and i you know like even at the music store i work in this kid he's like probably 16 years old he's buying gear and i'm asking him like dude like what are you listening to and he looks right at me he goes dude i, I love like beat down and like i'm listening to and he starts naming off all these bands i'm like did you know really? any of them yeah well no he like his favorite bands knock loose so which yeah, yeah i mean you know beat everyone down knows forever. knock loose but he, you know he started naming some other stuff and i was like this is really cool like here's a Here's a kid that's kind of like on the, you know, like that beat down kind of hardcore kind of stuff. But, you know, I started name, I was like, dude, have you ever checked out Drain? Have you ever checked out, you know, like I kind of named off some stuff that I thought he would like because of the guitars and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like, no, I'm going to go check him out. And, but he never heard a, of Drain. He's no knocks loose, but not Drain, eh? No, he hadn't heard of them yet. So I'm kind of like, I told him he need to check them out in Mind Force and he kind of heard of Mind Force. But, oh, so um, uh but his band had just started and they're gonna go down and play uh the guys from nuclear future the 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 shows that they're doing they're they're gonna go down there and play and they do they've started a whole scene like back again they're calling like it's called ohio valley hardcore which is the valley that oh wait a minute is this your buddy's kids yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no 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 not not roy's band no that's like in ohio so there's already they're that's been kind of going on like at oh Dirty... yeah no clear future you posted about them yeah 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 they're from west virginia roy's uh son's band i can't remember the name of it which they're gonna they're really good I've, aren't I've they doing a thing life. for us we're gonna yeah play they're, it, when they record they're gonna send us a yeah. single i think cool but um they play a lot at this place in columbus which is really cool called dirty dungarees nice it's a, it's a laundry mat and in the <laughs> back they have this space where they play shows and like these kids have totally started like, and like big bands have played there before. It's like nuts. That's cool. So, yeah. So for everybody, that's Roy of Exeo. Yeah. His son's new band. What are they called? Yeah. Dude, you asked me. Oh, you don't quick. know. Sorry. I put you I on can, spot. I can find out in like two seconds. So yeah, I put you on the spot. You did. Hello. This is the, Salty voice of Wild and Murder Willis. <laughs> Sawmill. Sawmill. Ooh, is it brutal? Yeah. Yo, oh, you sent it to me. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think he's played in a band called Spin Kicker too. So both of the both of <laughs> those, those are names, great names. Spin Kicker and Sawmill. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my goodness, I love it. Yeah. So it's just so cool to see that happening. Like. It's like every name is taken now. So when you come up with an awesome name that right, makes you right, laugh or right. go, that's great. It's hard to do nowadays. Oh, yeah. So those are both great names. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was just kind of looking at some of the shows they got coming up. It's just nuts that they they got this going on in Columbus now in this <laughs> basically a laundromat. That's and awesome. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Dirty dungaroos. Is that what you said? Dirty dungarees. Dungarees. Yeah, right in downtown Columbus on High Street. Oh, I was mixing dunkaroos. Yeah. Remember dunkaroos? (laughs) I do remember dunkaroos. (laughs) I think they still make them too, don't they? They do. You can especially find them in places like the Dollar Store. Dollar Store. That's where I found it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, it was like stepping back into the 90s. It was nuts. I was like, what? They have fruit by the foot? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> they had those, they have the Andy fries there, the hot Andy fries. Yes. At oh, the yeah. dollar store, they have just grape cola. Oh, yeah. Like the old school, just grape cola. Yeah, they had the uh, 
the Dunkaroos. Oh my goodness, they had all that old stuff. It was nuts. It's like a time capsule. And they and you go back in the freezer section and they got like TJI Fridays fries and like yeah. all kinds of different stuff. And yeah, that's you're not, right. That's not healthy at all, but yeah, they've got it. No, but all that stuff <laughs> you'd find it at gas station in the 90s. It's there. Yep, it's there. It's like you it, fell into a time portal. It, it probably was made in the 90s too. That's why it's mm-hmm. so cheap. <laughs> I feel like I Bill and Ted my way into the Circle K. Right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I think we're recording this. So people are like, what the hell are they talking about? Exactly. Um, but <laughs> go on your interwebs. Right, okay. okay, yeah. Yeah, on your that. on your electrical box that has yes. a screen and hit like and yes. dislike and then like twice and <laughs> hit hit follow and um sign up for Instagram and yes. uh like us and follow us on there and post videos and pictures and stories of your cat and you do that yes um tag bands that you like and call it cat and hardcore (laughs) and uh let's link up together and let's uh do an episode where we talk about cats hardcore and coffee and um the experience of people joining together through the uh interwebs and through a time portal that takes us to the 90s where we can enjoy really bad fast food and cheap gmo packed food with uh, artificial dyes that cause mild cancers and um let's just uh join together in harmony and unity let's just all like get along man and let's just like all listen to you know hardcore and watch cats all day and like let's just like put it on the youtubes and talk about spotify oh my god where are we going where are we these stories and let's uh let's just freaking chill out drop that skull crack song right now This is Wiley. Coffee. Hardcore. Good. Bye.